0: Bonjour, je suis le grand music. Je suis
1: Yes, that's French they're speaking. And no, these children aren't French. They're American.
2: This is marking out. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk for
0: pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Pro wrestling talk
2: by pro wrestling fans. We marking out. Y'all. This it's pro wrestling talk by
1: pro
0: wrestling fans. We
1: marking out. Y'all. We're markin out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Welcome to Markin' Out episode 319. Markin' Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Don't forget to listen to all of our past episodes. Markinout.com. You can check it out on iTunes, Stitcher Radio and Google Play. Go buy some t-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Out. Give us a like mm-hmm. on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Out. Also, check out all of Cooking with Brandon 5, uh, all of the Cooking with Brandon, especially Cooking with Brandon 5, YouTube.com slash Out 11 uh, Follow us on Twitter, at At. You can f- follow me, your host, Dave, on Twitter, at Rave underscore M-O, and you can also follow some people add them alongside Brandon at bttg one six one and special guest today, Chris at Chris Windog. So, how is everyone?
0: Who goes first, Brandon or me? Are you gonna ask somebody <laughs> specifically? I, guess we'll,
1: I mean, I, I guess we'll go with Brandon first since he has his little motto. And if I don't if I don't properly introduce him, then I end up hearing hearing about it when we don't record. So, Brandon, how are you today?
2: I'm, I'm good. Wow. You know, I'm just okay. I'm awesome as always.
0: So. <laughs> I'm driving past a huge accident right now. Ooh. Like ambulance, cop cars. It's nuts. I hope uh, people that are listening to this now are <laughs> not drinking and driving on St. Patrick's Day. But anyway, Brandon, how are you?
2: I am doing awesome as always.
1: Yeah, as you mentioned, it's St. Patrick's Day. And hopefully everyone that's listening is being safe and uh, no shenanigans today. I mean,. You may, wa- may want to have a lot of fun today and this weekend, but realistically, you got to be careful.
2: I felt like such an <laughs> idiot. I went outside of my house. I didn't realize I'm wearing a green shirt. And so? I, you're supposed I, to wear a green I, shirt. Mm, you're, yeah, you are well, the
0: epitome of a
2: leprechaun. <laughs> 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 the second time I heard that today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Who was the
1: first? Did, were you looking in the mirror?
2: No, I wouldn't say that to myself, because I'm a little taller than a leprechaun, but... Are you? How I tall is... A... I'm not... Like, your height.
1: <laughs> Whoa. No, that's true. You're not. Yeah. Well, I am, like... I think I have, like, three inches on Hornswoggle. Maybe. Maybe. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Chris, what's going on with you?
0: i uh, nothing. I'm driving home. As I said, I'm driving. So, I'm driving home from work right now because nobody wants to come to a Belgian bistro and uh, on St. Patrick's Day because we don't have corned beef on the menu. So, uh, I'm driving... I'm driving home right now. I'm gonna stop at 7-Eleven and get myself a four-pack of Guinness cans, and uh, do go home and do some editing work, like I did there that beautiful go. editing work on a Cooking with Brandon Five that came out so good.
1: Oh, it came out perfect, and a lot of the fans enjoyed it. How's everything else outside of Mark and Alan life? Everything going well? Want to update the hey. listeners on anything?
0: Life is good. You know, dad, life is great. Works great. Um, this week has been busy because I've been on a I was on a shoot earlier this week. And, uh, last weekend was fun because I got to go see Every Time I Die, um, and I mentioned them before on the podcast because their guitar player Andy uh, is a semi-professional wrestler and he's gonna be wrestling down at WrestleMania weekends uh, yeah. this year, which is awesome.
1: He's wrestling for a Joey Janela's uh, Spring Break.
0: Yeah, no, that's gonna be fun. That I I actually want to get Flow Slam just so I can watch that, just because I'm a big mark for. Every I mean, time I Die. they were they incredible. I. Seen-
1: uh-huh. No, no, keep on keep okay. on saying.
0: Oh well, I was I came out of uh, crowd surfing retirement for that show. No way.
2: Go-
0: yeah, well they didn't put up a guardrail and they're just like this stage is your stage, this mic is our mic. And uh yeah, I just kinda went nuts.
2: What kind of yeah, venue do you see awesome. them in?
0: It's uh, Revolution in Amityville. I've played there before.
2: So it's like a small, really? it's, it's like a small club then?
0: Yeah, it was a small club. Well they did like a lot they did like a big show in Brooklyn. And then this was the last night of the tour. So I did like a spot. I think it was like 500 people.
1: Dude. Wow. It was would, way. From seeing pictures of like their shows, I respect them. they perform at uh, larger venues. Well, he just said. I mean, said they have. They've done, like Ir- they've, done
0: like Ir- they've done like Irving Plaza and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, but this was, uh, yeah, this was a good show. It was a lot of fun. And That's awesome. Was a what lot do- of people that knew. Yeah, yeah, so.
1: That's cool. What did you think about the, have you seen the promo videos for Joey Genela's Spring Break?
0: I saw the ones with the, the Marty Janetti thing.
1: With uh, Scott like... Hall.
0: Yes, that's what I saw.
1: How how yeah, did well, you like those it, videos? It looks like
0: it's gonna be uh, it looks like it's gonna be a a Bob Backlund of a show
1: there, but uh. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, WrestleMania WrestleMania weekend uh, is is you know
1: is a Bob Backlund you know it's a. It really is. I mean, you definitely have to have your uh a plan. Uh, I was about to say a plan of care. You have to have like a right schedule. Yeah, plan of attack of what shows you want to go to, who you want to meet, and everything like that. If not, you're just going to get lost in the shuffle.
0: Oh yeah, and we know, and we know, that, and we know that we went through, when we went down for WrestleMania. What was it, twenty eight? Yeah, yeah. We, when we went down for WrestleMania twenty eight, we got like you know we had a game of attack, but that was still a lot too.
1: Yeah, no, no I mean, you guys both know that it was too much for me to handle. I was, uh, I by the were, second, I think were, by the I end of the you, first night, I was just t- too tired.
0: Yeah, I know, but you know, it's a lot of coffee and a lot of alcohol. But uh, regardless, that's one prowrestlingteescom slash MarkingOut. Um, yeah, that yeah. was everything good. That's everything's true. good. What about uh, what about your what about you guys? How was your week?
1: Well, my week was uh, great. Nothing really spectacular going on.
2: What do you mean nothing spectacular? First of all, a oh. I have to say, Stephen McMahon and Xavier Woods put Wicked over Huge on the. On the one million subscriber video thing that they did yeah they did so you went oh yeah there. That's what
1: I, yes okay <laughs> yeah no this past week that I needed I needed some uh, queuing for this one thank you um, yeah no this past weekend was amazing uh, so Saturday I got to go see Wicked over at Proctors with uh, my girlfriend and that was an awesome play
2: it was uh, she, as if
0: she, she, she has uh, the fans know They listen that you have a girlfriend let's let's give let's give the uh the girlfriend a name here
2: no he he gives her a name every single show (laughs) yeah whenever
0: i listen it's always my girlfriend my girlfriend oh well
1: erica um erica and i went to uh proctor's to see wicked and it was it was as if we were watching it from broadway it was such a good show apparently do you guys watch flash at all or no no (laughs)
2: no
1: one of the guys from uh, Flash, the I think he's the, the Pod Pipe, the Pied Piper, was uh, it was in one of the acting roles there. And then the day after, we ended up going to a uh, Garth Brooks concert with Tricia we- uh, Yearwood, and that oh, was man. yeah, that was spectacular. Like the show, he's a showman, and it's insane.
2: Like I did talk you into going. Yeah, I mean, right. first, I mean, with the price tag and stuff, I'm very hesitant. The price tag, first of all, was one price for every single ticket. No, it was it? was it? Yes, it was. There was just one price on every ticket. I don't think so. I know for 100% that that's what it was. Mm. Every single seat was the same price. I'm telling you.
1: I'm telling you that's incorrect. I, t- I'm telling you 100%. Nope, no, no way. Yeah, when we picked the t- seats, it was different prices, dude.
2: No way, no, it wasn't. I looked with you. Yeah, they were all different prices. Nope, every single ticket was sixty-five, well, whatever. Well, regardless, that's two, three.
0: dot com um, slash marketing app.
2: there. You go it's three. Um,
1: yeah, no, it was an awesome concert. It had great seats. We were right behind the drum set, so it was limited view. But they performed.
0: Oh, so you're, be- you're behind the stage.
1: Yeah, I was behind the stage, but it was okay because they had a, like a loop around stage that went okay. toward that played towards that area, um, and you could just see everything. And they had what a huge. The, what did the drums drum. do? Um, the drums they only it lifted up at uh. one point and backed out, and then there was one point where Garth Brooks uh, uh, climbed on top of it and uh, like because it looks uh, like
2: it looks like one of those machines where like you sit and spin. Like in circles. Oh
1: no. Like that's, Tommy Lee
0: from like yeah. Motley Crew? Yeah,
1: no, it wasn't like a Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. It wasn't like, like that. From
0: Slipknot? Yeah. Um it wasn't
1: that? No, it wasn't anything like that. It was just like it was like Kiss, just up and
2: down. That's it.
0: Oh, so like on hydraulics almost.
2: Exactly. Yeah, just hydraulics. Um, see, I, didn't, I didn't I didn't get to see what it what it actually did when I when I went because it was like it malfunctioned. I guess due to uh, the rain. Uh, I don't oh. know.
1: Yeah, no, it was just hydraulics up and down. But it was one heck of a concert. And uh, what I really thought was awesome, and I'm sure, Brandon, you probably spoke about it when you when you went to the concert and we spoke about it. But for his encore, he comes back out, and he looks in the crowd and starts to call on people that have signs, and people bring signs with a song that he didn't play uh, on the playlist or whatever. And then in the encore, he'll play that song requested
0: oh that's actually really cool
1: and i've i've never seen or heard anybody else do something like this and it was so cool because he's like it's just so spur of the moment and he started playing one song and he had to stop and he's like nope i was doing it to the wrong tune but i was singing the right lyrics and then he had to go into the actual other song
2: yeah when i when i went to see him it was like at that point it was just like okay what do you guys want to hear because it was 12 a.m yeah. So it was like it didn't like the they ha- I'm sure they still Please had tell a me set
0: someone list. Did
2: they ever No. What's that? No, did not, oh, scream i not Freebird. No. I actually thought about that. That would be hilarious
1: if someone put that on a sign and held that up. I'm sure he <laughs> I'm sure he's done that before in the Probably. past too. He did he did play a uh, piano, man.
2: Yeah, he did oh, that when what? I went. Oh, they don't even have the no, set list it. from when you went.
0: What do you on setlist.fm? Yeah. Oh, great website. Let's
2: see if they have it with his wife. March. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I do. There awesome. you go. Well, Dave, yeah, it looks no, like you
0: got a kick-ass weekend.
2: Oh, yeah. No,
1: definitely. And it was really – it was just nice. So,
0: Yeah. Um, got to spend it with good company.
1: Exactly. Oh, and me and Erica are watch- – finally watched Raw live and SmackDown live. I haven't watched it back-to-back in so long, but she uh, puts it up on her computer, and we just hook it into the TV to watch it now. Nice. So, And we're just streaming it through the USA Network. Perfect. Yeah, dude, it's sick. Like we're watching previews and everything.
0: I'm stoked that Lucha Underground is now now on Netflix. Yeah, we're that's. To actually watch it.
2: Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, gotta watch watching, that.
0: Oh,
2: uh huh.
0: I was watching the first episode while I was at the uh, running at the gym the other day, and I was nice. like, uh, I, mean, I mean, it's great, but it's like, I'd rather listen to music than.
1: Uh, yeah, I've tried watching wrestling while working out, and it just doesn't work.
0: I watched that Kenny Omega Okada match while I was like I was I was running one day and I was just like, God, I'm like, this isn't yeah. over. I've been running for an hour. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's it's just drawing. Oh, we also watched uh I did introduce her to Mick Foley and Steve Austin a little bit more. What? So I showed her like the Undertaker Foley match, Helena Cell.
2: <laughs> it's like, yeah, and, they were over in my apartment and I, I introduced her to them.
1: Oh yeah, no. Like totally. she's like and I'm the, turning uh, to such crazy. a mark. She, I didn't even say anything about. I told her about National Stone Cold Steve Austin Day, and she shot me a text in the morning because I didn't get to say anything about it to her in the morning, and she shot me a text uh, saying Happy Stone Cold Steve Austin Day. Nice. And I, I I marched for that. She she's becoming quite the mark. Uh, yeah. Now uh, she wants the glorious shirt from perfect. Bobby.
0: Perkins. I mean. Glorious, I should
2: say. Yes. Awesome. Yes. So, Brandon,
0: how was your week?
2: Yeah. My week was good. I went to Barclays Center to see Green Day on Wednesday.
1: Ugh.
2: Um, how was it? it? was. It was okay. It was fine. That was, doesn't sound like too convincing. No, it wasn't like the best concert I ever went to, but it was cool to hear and see Green Day live, but like. I, I think for like the status of a band like such as Green Day, I think it should have been so much more than it was. Like they had Pyro, but, they what what? Pyro,
0: okay.
2: Like they had Pyro and stuff, but like, I mean, they really like oh yeah, real cool. Like the background, like the the banner dropped, and mm-hmm. and then there was another that's banner behind it. Like that's like something you see from an opening act. Yeah.
0: No, no, not necessarily. Uh...
2: You know. The, the, i mean just i have
0: like I, one banner that's it
2: yeah i don't know i i just feel like you there wasn't there wasn't even like any screens or anything that you could see like i don't know they were like they were cool with like fans and stuff because like different points in the show they had like oh who could play guitar can you play guitar okay come up here and like they played guitar and then like gave them the guitar to keep or like do you can you guys do you know the rest of this song do you know this song okay come up here and sing the song and then, like cool. the people were like tone deaf, but singing it. But
1: like, <laughs> that so... that is pretty cool. Garth. Uh, that reminds me. Garth Brooks actually did that to someone too. I don't know if he did. did they do that at your concert?
2: No, nobody.
1: I didn't know, know if that stage. was staged, where they brought up to a couple and had them stay on stage for a Trisha Yearwood Garth Brooks uh, duet, and then after they signed autographed a guitar to give to them. Did they do that I at yours?
2: No, no, I don't know. I don't. I don't think they did that, but. I've like I've seen clips of Garth Brooks doing that for people.
1: Yeah, I figured that it was uh, part of the act.
2: Yeah, but... I, don't, I don't remember seeing that, but like it was it was cool to see Green Day and hear the songs. But I, I don't I don't think I need to see them ever again. Well,
0: who I the... Oh, I have seen them before. Have Have you? you? Yeah, I saw them uh, after American Idiot came out. They did a free show somewhere like. It had to be, like, on 21st or something like that. And you just had to stand in the middle of the street. There was a, a stage in the middle of the street of Manhattan, they played for, like, 45 minutes.
1: That's pretty and like, cool. At, like,
0: 3 o'clock. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Then I went to another show right after that at, at Irby Plaza. Oh, and,
1: and you weren't fried?
0: Oh, dude. And then I went to two other shows that weekend. That was <laughs> Thursday. Then I went up and hung out with my buddies at Newport. So then Saturday I went to an all-day festival of, like, hardcore. And then I came mm. home Sunday and went to another show on Sunday night.
1: Jeez. That's wild. Yeah, but man, it
0: was I and I and then I uh, pulled my ligament in my not my ligament. I pulled something in my thumb. I had to wear a brace the next day.
1: Jeez. Just yeah. giving too many thumbs up.
0: No, I was crowd I was crowd surfing and I put another crowd surfing moment.
1: Man. And I think funny, the last just, last time I moshed with even like mosh was at your concert.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, I can't do that
1: anymore. After that, I was just like, now I understand why we shouldn't do this at our age.
0: Yeah, I know. It, it, it was funny because a lot of old guys were coming out of mosh retirement for that show. <laughs> that, that Every time I die show I went to, too. I was like, That's I'm cool. not going to mosh, but I'll do a little crowd surfing.
2: Mm-hmm. Which it's, is awesome. it's weird. I didn't see anyone like moshing at Green Day, but like when the people came up on stage, he told them to like get off by like cr- like diving into the crowd. Oh, really? And I was just like thinking, like, what if that was me? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I could, I would never ever jump onto a crowd of people.
1: <laughs> I I can't even like, I don't even know how you would go flying off the stage. Like
2: I would, I would probably picture, like. Realistically, I would probably miss the gap in between the stage and the the, the people and fall and the straight, <laughs> and then fall straight through. Well, what I'm picturing
1: is you being pushed off the stage and just floating around the crowd like a beach ball. Just somehow you're magically floating from, like, <laughs> section to section like a beach ball. Just a huge blueberry yeah. beach ball thanks, of huge, you. Yeah, thanks, huge. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess I should say orange.
0: So, one thing before – I, one thing, and then we'll get – I think we should get to some outside the ring stuff. Um, when I saw Every Time I Die on Friday, the last song, they just want everybody to come on stage. And there's no barricade. So, everybody just – there had to be about, like, 50 to 100 people on stage with Every Time I Die while they're playing their last song. And then at the end of the song, their guitar player, not Andy, their other guitar player, Jordan, got on top of his amp and then jumped and was just crowd surfing with all the people on stage. That's really cool. I post, I'll i send you the video later, Dave, of it. I, I posted a, a video of it on my Instagram because I don't really use Facebook for that stuff because no one really cares about it. I yeah. post a picture of my kids. Everyone loves it. I post a picture of awesome crowd surfingness and no one cares. So. That's what I heard.
1: Like, everybody, like, like, Erica was saying that all of her friends – will like a bunch of pictures on Instagram, but when it comes to Facebook, it's not as big of a thing anymore for liking and stuff.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I like Facebook just to keep up with people, but Instagram is where I do my most damage, brother.
1: Oh, and may, yeah. maybe at some point I'll join that Instagram I might work. have
2: to get Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I will never have a Twitter account.
1: Okay, calm <laughs> down there. Calm down. But uh, talk about calming down. Let's talk about some outside-the-ring news. Something calming down is Jack Swagger's WWE career. Uh, he was officially released this week. After all of that talk about him asking his release, WWE saying that he isn't released, well, now he is released. Uh, do you see him doing anything on the indies like Drew Galloway did? Or yeah,
2: I'm, sure he, I'm sure 100% he will.
1: I don't know. Oh what my God,
0: you? why is Jack Hagar in the impact zone?
1: <laughs> that yeah, I can actually... I- um- yeah, 100%. have Deb Coulter
2: team up with him. Yeah, there's no oh, reason. Right. There's no reason why he shouldn't go out and still wrestle. And and I mean, he's definitely gonna be booked. There's no doubt about I, that.
1: Yeah. I I don't see him making as much of an impact as Drew Galloway did, though. I mean, I, yeah, well, I mean, he might have other Galloway avenues had, of. What's that?
0: They might have other things that he wants to do as well. So, But he also okay. – he
2: might already have, like, places lined up to go. I know on the show with Chael Sonnen that he did, he was saying he wants – I think he said he wants to go to Mexico and Japan.
1: But I, the thing is, like, I can't see him doing much in – I mean, maybe maybe he can do a little bit in Japan, but I don't think he has that underground following that Drew Galloway had. No. So that's why, like, Swagger – maybe he could do something in Japan – but i just can't see him making that much of an impact where you are going to be like you know what i want to see swagger back in the wwe back in the
0: title scene yeah no it's just i mean, hard not, to... I mean there's you know there's uh, there's life outside of wwe and a lot of people are since being released to have been like mid level i mean jack jack swagger was a world heavyweight champion but like you see a lot of guys really making a name for themselves after wwe
1: Look at CJ Parker right now.
0: Yeah, look at Juice. Look at uh, Juice Robinson. He's uh, he's doing great, and uh, he's pretty much. I was listening to the Colts Cabana podcast with him. He pretty, pretty much just like lives in the dojo there.
1: That's 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 awesome. You know, like I feel like that's a pro wrestler's dream. You know. Yeah. But all right, um, Hideo Itami, he returned at an NXT event recently, delivering a go to sleep to Rod uh, Roddick, Roddick Moss. Um,
0: Riddick Moss?
1: Maybe Riddick Moss. But he, teamed up,
0: he was even that guy that teamed up with Tino Sabatelli, right, for the uh, Dusty tournament.
1: That I'm not too sure about. I'm yeah, almost positive.
0: Get, yeah, I'm almost positive, too, is Riddick Moss.
1: Riddick Moss? Well, yes. Tommy is back on the NXT roster, so maybe WrestleMania time.
0: I mean, good. I would like to see, you know, it feels like the World Heavyweight picture is kind of thinning out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, it'd be, it's good to, you know, put somebody in there. Especially because you don't know what's going to happen with Nakamura after this TakeOver. And you can't, I mean, as much as I love Cash Sono, you can't have Cash Sono and Bobby Gruden in the thing for the next, like, five months.
1: No, especially after this past
2: NXT.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Like, that's, that's it's going to be difficult to get from Mania to SummerSlam weekend with TakeOver.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, like you mentioned uh, Nakamura, he's actually not featured on a poster advertising uh, NXT in the UK in the June. Uh, it may be a sign that he's going to be- get the call up to the main roster, but someone that was featured was Aleister Black, who we saw a promo for. Yeah, so.
0: I saw that. I like that. I, 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 Dave, I told you a very long time ago about Tommy Andrew. Like I've never checked him out Then. When you went to that NXT event, I got the text from you going, oh, my God, he's awesome.
1: Yeah, like, I I mean, after we spoke, I looked up a little bit of him, like, tribute videos. I saw a few of him in, uh, I forgot where, one of the uh, well-known places in the UK. But once I saw him live in action, I was just like, wow, this guy was not, like, I wasn't expecting him to throw those kicks that he did throw. I was expecting, like... A lot more slower pace, and because he's not a cruiser by any means.
0: No, but he he, he uh, you know he fights like one, which is great. And I love that they did one of his like introduction videos into the performance center. He's wearing a Converge Jane Doe shirt. Loved it. Had to tweet him about it. Didn't respond to me. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. But one of the best albums ever. Converge Jane Doe. Uh, speak. And then uh, um, on on Saturday notes, Dave, you did mention about. Uh, um, jack swagger not being booked somewhere uh somebody that wasn't booked uh, that has left us this uh week is dennis stamp allegedly uh reports saying that dennis stamp has passed away from cancer so our condolences go to the uh his family uh kind of upsetting because he's a he's a cult legend when it comes to professional wrestling you know he never got he was never huge um but he did make a you know a name for himself with uh beyond the mat so it's uh, kind of sad from the here and you know it was great that like i think it was like two years ago he was brought back for a big event in uh aiw mm-hmm. i believe it was so yeah, just, I mean, yeah i mean
1: very unfortunate i actually was watching beyond the mat on uh, the day that he i found out that he did pass just kind of to to look back and i was just like it's just so unfortunate and that video is just such a classic, and I guess he didn't never, from what I was reading, he never actually understood how much of a connection that he made with the fans based off of that video. Like, how he never understood that he was a, a underground celebrity, pretty much, with wrestling fans.
2: Yeah. And yeah. just it's, very sad. It's a shame. And we just, we reported last week that it was progressively worse, his cancer. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Cancer stinks, man.
1: Oh, yeah, that's... That's a fact. It's very unfortunate. Um, But, like you said, our thoughts and our condolences to his uh, family and friends. Um, uh, Impact Wrestling sent a cease and desist letter to Ring of Honor pay per view over the Broken Universe. And because of this, Dish Network ended up pulling the show due to that. Like, this is just. Yeah, there's.
0: There's allegedly a huge beef going on right now with the uh, the Hardys and Impact Wrestling and Ring of Honor, and apparently, yeah. you know, there's there's three sides to every story. So there- I mean, what do we know? We're just three people that like to have podcasts on professional wrestling. You know? Exactly. So I mean, we're just eat- reporting what what we allegedly hear.
1: Exactly. I mean, we saw. I think all of us saw everything that Rebby Sky was putting out there on Twitter. Yeah,
0: um, and she has a shirt now of Pro Wrestling tees, on um, Pro Wrestling Tees.
2: I think it I, I think it's on. I think it might just be at, like her MattHardyshop.com. Oh, really? Yeah. Um
1: it's just unfortunate that DNA is trying to to block them from doing all this. Because realistically
2: yeah, realistically, they're not recasting the characters like Razor Ramon and Diesel got. No. Yeah. <laughs> so like they're not there's no reason for this. And I'm pretty sure. Like how much more creative did Matt Hardy put into that than whoever else they're claiming did? And if they had other people, like the other people that would have been in there, would were probably not even in the company anymore, like Dave Lagana. Yeah, uh, totally. No, he left. He left when it was going like when everyone was leaving.
1: Yeah, I mean, talking about that, we didn't even mention it. But how bizarre is the title change? to, um, what is it, The the Decay. How they have the Hardy
2: Boys, like, what is it, disappear into... No, but that's not a thing anymore. What do you mean it's not a thing anymore? Because they, they went on to explain it. Like, they aired a vignette, whatever, where the Hardys had their last match against the Kangaroo or whatever, and then all of a sudden the titles, like, appeared and went through space and time and ended up in the hands of The Decay. And uh Bruce Pritchard And they're like,
0: Oh, it worked.
2: Yeah, and then this week Bruce Pritchard was I think, right? Did you watch Fully Fully Impact? No. I didn't Bruce. watch
0: all of it, but I think I saw that I think they're having like a tournament now. Yeah,
2: Pritchard announced like he goes they're like they don't titles just don't change in like that. Yeah. yeah they don't change in time and space and things like that. That's still so, everything that is... changes in the ring, which is funny because which Josh Matthews said on commentary is like well, didn't Alberto El Patron have to give up the title in a business meeting on Monday? So it's like in that sense, like titles aren't always done in the ring, but they're going to do a tag team tournament for the titles now. Which I'm I hate man. Bring some
0: new blood.
1: But the thing that I hate about this is that the only reason that they're doing that is probably because of the backlash of the wrestling fan universe not understanding what they just did. And they were just like, "Oh, wait, maybe this isn't a good idea." We thought that this this idea would actually be a, a really funny and get over with the fans, like how the Broken Universe did. But maybe we shouldn't do this. So let's let's just take everything back, scrap it, tag team tournament.
2: And it sucks because, like, based off of what the har- the Hardy side said, they were willing to go in there and drop the titles. Yeah. TNA, yeah. for whatever reason, or Impact Wrestling now, didn't want that or whatever. Yeah, just crazy. But we um, already, I mean, we already know who the tag team champions are, but we don't know oh, yeah, yeah, live yeah. yet, so.
1: Yeah, so we won't report that. No spoilers. <laughs> yeah. We're spo-
0: spoiler-free since 83, right?
2: Exactly. Yeah,
0: so. Any other
2: stuff happened outside the ring that we want to talk about? Yeah, Dave wanted to talk about the uh, Performance Center tryouts.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, the WWE Performance Center tryout, uh, they did have one in March. Um, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right, but uh, Yo Shira, uh, Shire, Ingrid, Kira, Hafton, Camilla uh, Sosland, and a bunch of other wrestlers. Delilah Doom, former Olympic freestyle wrestler Jamie Espinal, and Aces and Ace member Wes Briscoe all at the tryout and a lot of talk about these female wrestlers that were there uh, saying that they could be competition for Asuka. So, And then, Brandon, didn't you tell me a little bit about one of them?
2: Well, yeah, last week that the woman that they signed was from Lucha Underground that I saw the one match was really good. Hojo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, whatever. I don't remember what it was.
1: Uh, all right. Uh, some injuries to talk about. TKO Ryan injured himself at Ring of Honor. Doing a moonsault to the outside of the ring, broke his shin uh, right uh, across the the guardrail. Did you see
2: that video too?
1: Oh, it smashed it. Uh, Very unfortunate. Hopefully, he'll have a speedy recovery. And also, they're reporting Cedric Alexander injured his right knee during a match recently. And he's going to be out three to five months.
2: Yeah, that's Which I've been wondering where Cedric Alexander's been. So
0: I was just seeing the other the other day too, and then also I was like, "Where's Drew Gulak been?" And then he was on two hundred five this live this week. I was like, "Oh, okay, there he is," because he's a he's a good he's a good hand, brother. It's <laughs> it's
2: weird how like in like this current day with the draft and everything, w- like how talent's getting used and how they're not getting used, like. A few weeks ago, a few months ago, Goldust and R Truth were on TV like every week, and now yeah. they're not. Same thing with Sincaro. Cara joined the, the Cruiserweight division. We haven't seen him since. Yeah. We've never seen it's, him it's, in the Cruiserweight division. No, not at all. But didn't um, he
0: draft SmackDown?
2: No, that was post draft, was all the 205 Live is post draft. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hmm. No, no he, he it's just six. like these guys, these guys just do house shows now. Yeah. which speaking of house shows this past one at madison square garden the main event i probably not even the main event definitely not the main event you had brock lesnar versus kevin owens lesnar beat kevin owens in like two minutes three minutes i don't i for me brock lesnar in 2017 like don't even book him he's not an attraction like, yes, he is. Uh, I, 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 100%... Disagree. I
1: disagree. I agree with Chris. I, I, I wait, wait, Let
2: me tell you why he's not an Could attraction. I...
0: All right, then I'm going to tell you why he is an attraction, and then I think I'm, that's going to be it for me. But
2: go ahead. I don't think he's an attraction because he's been doing the same exact matches since he's been back with WWE. It's like I, I, got, I was very happy to have going when I went, what was it, 2015, I think it was, when uh, – they did the live from Madison Square Garden on the network. I was very excited to see Brock Lesnar versus Big Show. That match starts off. It's fine. I was like, oh, wow, they're actually doing a, 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 a real match. And then, boom, end of the match. Done. I That's mm-hmm. like that's like I feel cheated with that stuff. Like, why do that- I care about, like, yeah, I'm, it's cool to see Brock Lesnar. And then you go and see him. He's out for 30 seconds, two minutes, 30. It's not, that's not an attraction.
1: Well, I, Chris, you go ahead. I have a feeling that whatever you say, I'm going to agree with. So take it away.
0: That is an attraction. So somebody beating somebody in two minutes and thirty seconds seconds is an attraction. You go to see Brock Lesnar. You're going to see the beast. You're going to see this larger than life character. You're going to see the former UFC world heavyweight champion. You're the the beast incarnate. You know, you're Brock Lesnar's the thing. You know, you can go to any other... It, you can go to Independence independent show and see a bunch of professional wrestlers. Or you can go to WWE to see Brock Lesnar. When Brock Lesnar's on the marquee, that puts butts in the seats.
2: But That's I That's like,
0: why... The, can if, I finish? Yeah. That's why the whole main event of WrestleMania is going to be Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. Because those are the two big marquee main attraction names. Like Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens for the World Heavyweight title would be good. But it's not Brock Lesnar versus bill goldberg there's you know there's weight behind both those two names you know yes bill goldberg can only wrestle for 30 seconds and then he gets gassed he walks out to the ring he gets gassed regardless that's for prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out he's bill goldberg you know he went what 160 something you know in wcw he has this legacy behind him you got, as I said, Brock Lesnar, world heavyweight champion, UFC champion, NCAA champion. They're two main big attractions. You know, yeah. You to go, to, uh, go, go, Dave. No, I'm just going to, back, back,
1: back, to back on this a little bit because um, you're touching all the main points. I think that a lot of fans, Brandon, no, like it's not even no offense, but I think you're too smart to be that- to be thinking about this. Like, I feel like a lot of fans out there are. Not to say that everyone is stupid and everything like that, because everybody's into different things with pro wrestling. But I think that the, a lot of people are drawn into the fact that they can see Brock Lesnar. Like Chris was mentioning, all of his, all of his accomplishments, future WWE Hall of Famer. And I think that's a huge attraction that people want to see Lesnar in the ring, even if it's for two minutes. It's two minutes that you can say you saw Brock Lesnar. If you could turn back time... And see Andre the it's Giant.
0: The- yeah, the-
1: yeah, if you go, if you can turn back, time, and you can see Andre the Giant at a live event. He probably only wrestled for two, three minutes, but down the line, you can tell your kids, your grandchildren, you know what? You saw Andre the Giant, someone larger than life, wrestle in that ring. And our children are going to be saying I'm, that. I'm going to say. I'm in this day and age are going to say that about Brock
2: Lesnar. I do doubt that's how long I guarantee you Andre the Giant was going longer than Brock Lesnar matches. I at the end of his career, I'm going to the, the end of, end the of wrestler, his wrestler, career wrestler, he, wrestler, he wasn't wrestler, wrestling. Wrestler. What did you say, Chris?
0: And also Andre the Giant wrestles a different style than Brock Lesnar.
2: Yeah. You know. I just And for, also for that was me, a different
0: that was a, that was a completely different era as well. Mm-hmm.
2: For me, Brock Lesnar's not an attraction anymore. It's literally, it's the same exact thing every single night we've seen it. I don't I don't need to see it again. I, I just think that you're too... That, I, I agree with you, it. I think that you get it
1: too much. Like, you're not... Yes, you, but
0: also, you have to think about the big WWE machine as well. Like, yeah. they want as much... Going back to my WrestleMania thing again, they want as much exposure for WrestleMania as they possibly can. So how are they going to get the most exposure for WrestleMania as they possibly can? How are they going to get people talking to, you know, ESPN? You know what, like, they could have a segment on ESPN. What, are they going to have it about the Cruiserweight match? Yes, they are, but they want that big story about WrestleMania about to be the biggest possible things possible. Like, look at the past couple of WrestleManias. Brock Lesnar was in the main event two years ago. That big Daniel Bryan thing when he was hotter than a pan of oil yeah. that's really hot um <laughs> then look at wrestlemania 29 and 28 john cena versus the rock you can't get bigger than that so it's a marketing thing too you know they want that big attraction they want the big brock lesnar goldberg you know big names that's the whole thing that leads leads them in yeah you so you're, and um, i agree with i agree with dave brandon you're a great fan but you're a very smart fan you want to see and certain things. You're over certain. You're over certain things that you've seen before, and you know it's it's to you. You've seen that already. And but there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing I, wrong with it. It's just but it's, it's just it's feeding to a mainstream thing because you're gonna get all the other things that you want to see. You're gonna get your new day. You're gonna no, get no, but your like no,
2: but it's not even about who I'm gonna get for like current day stuff. I'm like if you're gonna give me an attraction match, Triple H goes out there and kills it. Yeah, and you're gonna get that. Brock Lesnar comes out. That's it. Same exact thing over and over again. There's no reason why Bill Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar is happening at WrestleMania. There's no like Goldberg. It's all one sided here. How many more wins does Goldberg need over Brock Lesnar? He's not gonna. He's gonna lose. Right. Mark and the, no, no. How many more wins would would Goldberg need over Lesnar as compared to oh Lesnar Lesnar pops Goldberg? What does that that means nothing to me? You already lost yeah, it those something seven to you, other but it means times.
0: Something- but that guy in the front row with the Brock Lesnar guy, it means something to him, okay? <laughs> I, thought you,
2: I thought you were talking about the Undertaker fan with the, the eyes. <laughs> no. No, but you know what?
0: Certain matches, like, as you said, Triple H. Triple H and Seth Rollins are going to go out there, and they're going to kill it at WrestleMania this year. By the way, that new Seth Rollins shirt, awesome. Great
1: King shirt. Kingslayer.
0: Espe- especially the the, the the reveal when he zips out thing, it says Kingslayer. I popped huge. I was like, "Oh, I
1: need that right now." Yeah, I'm. I'm curious how that's gonna spin with Game of Thrones. Cause I'm. I'm curious if that's like copyrighted or whatever.
0: Yeah, right. You, Seth Rollins is gonna come out on that giant throne from uh, Game of Thrones, right? That
2: would be sick. Do you but, not watch yeah, but, Game of Thrones, Chris? I don't. Okay, because huh. it like I have to
0: watch. <laughs> I watch professional wrestling. That's pretty much. It. That's pretty much it.
2: It's funny because, like, you I'm were trying. you were you were talking about as if you like. It sounded like you never have watched. Game of Thrones and David was like talking about it, like he's all gung ho about it. I am. No, I, I can't stand but, the show. Yeah. Well,
1: I, all right. Well, I, I, that was. Uh
0: But that's but that's you know what it's it's a everybody everybody has a different cup of tea that they like. I prefer yeah. a little, I prefer chamomile. Brandon might just like regular black. I, tea. I like iced tea. Might,
2: I like my tea ice. iced.
0: tea <laughs> and then, then and then Dave might like snapple. So
2: exactly you know, it's
0: just certain things. Certain people are so pumped about this Brock Lesnar Bill Goldberg match. Some people are really pumped about the Triple H uh, Seth Rollins match. Me? Not that I'm, I'm pumped I'm about either about of those. Day. I'm excited about New Day pops. All right. Yeah. Same that's, here. That's what. I, that's what I'm. That's what I'm pumped about. So you know, it's you say you like you know what you like your thing I like my thing.
2: Do you own New Day What's pops or? Oh, never. The mind. shirt? I thought you were talking <laughs> about like the toy. <laughs> <laughs> it just clicked <laughs> to me that you were talking about ice cream.
0: Jordan Jordan's excited about ice, new day ice cream, but is That's it going
2: to happen? Who knows? I don't. I don't know, man. What Ballets? do we know? We're
0: just three fans uh, like talking about fresh wrestling. Honestly, okay. they
2: they should just they should really get like some sort of deal worked out with uh, Ben and Jerry's. It's funny I tweeted hey, Ben run. and Jerry's about like oh you guys should do new day ice cream like new day cereal ice cream or whatever. Weeks two weeks go by, they got they got. Cereal ice cream now, yeah, I saw that. I was like That's- Ben and Jerry's. How are you not going to give me a cut?
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, well. While we're talking about New Day and everything, up, up, down, down, reached a million subscribers, and to celebrate, uh, Stephen McMahon was a guest on there, which is really awesome. But also, we're going to keep this all PG. Um, I think was it? I think today or yeah, today, a lot got released. Unfortunately. Uh, Page or someone's iCloud or something was hacked, and a lot of videos, uh, very graphic uh, and uh, videos and pictures were released of Page, Brad Maddox, um, Xavier Woods. Very unfortunate that this, that they uh, are victims of this hacking, and it is just the hot topic right now. What is your view? Like, it's very unfortunate.
0: What I'll say is this: If you want personal stuff between you and your loved one at the time, don't, don't, don't do it. That's what I gotta say about that. If you yeah, want no, to do I, videos I, and stuff like that, take it, put it on a hard drive, throw it away.
1: Once I agree. Buried in the
0: backyard or something like that.
1: It, it's you know, unfortunate, and
0: we've seen it. We've even seen it in the government hacking into internal software and systems and databases and stuff like that for some people it's like it's like that it's so easy yeah there was that big thing a couple years ago where a bunch of hundreds I'm, of celebrities no, got it, hacked it, too it, like it's
2: ju- this it's this again yeah they they it's actually this they actually it's now
1: like it's Emma like, Watson and a bunch of other celebrities are caught up in this too now
0: yeah and having a Justin Verlander too you know
1: like it's it's just very like you said, if you're going to record stuff or take pictures or whatever, don't trust the internet. Don't trust iCloud. Don't just – you have to be so cautious with that stuff. Um, but not to put – them, they are completely victims in this and hopefully everything – It's just – it's so, so stupid. Like now.
2: everyone on the internet's like, oh, Paige is going to get fired for this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, she she won't get fired for this. She did nothing wrong. Yeah, Seth no, Rollins I mean,
0: had his junk out there at a at a, a point, and he's like going to be featured in one of the most high-profile matches. Exactly. You know, like, when you are young, you do stupid things.
2: But don't even say that's a stupid thing. I mean, <laughs> it's like something that they did in private <laughs> between between them. Okay. Yeah. We, sh- we shouldn't even be talking about like it's not like this shouldn't even be in the public.
1: I I agree with you. It
2: it shouldn't but be but in it the is, public, you know, know and yeah. especially
0: if you're working if you are working to become a high-profile celebrity like several of the people of WWE are, you should think, one day, this might come back and bite me in the butt. Yeah. So, maybe I shouldn't do this. Agreed. But then again, you know what? This might lead to a career change for Paige. You never yeah. know.
1: Yeah, um, it's very up- unfortunate. And it's going to be cur- uh, like weird to see if this
2: impacts that movie, too. I don't think it will. What oh, I, yeah. I would love, I would love for like WWE to come forward and like make a big statement, taking Paige's side in this.
1: That would that would be mature, amazing, and a really powerful stance to take. You know, to stand by a victim like this.
2: Yeah, yeah it's that's one hundred percent. I I would love for them to do that. that I I, be... I feel terrible for every single party involved in this too.
1: Yeah, them, their, their families, uh, everyone. It, it, it's not just these pe- three people or whatever celebrities impacted. It's everybody that they know as well. I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, and and most of these people are in different stages of their lives now, and this is uh-huh. coming back to haunt them.
2: Exactly. I just I hate wow. like and people just keep they just keep tweeting it over and yeah. over again, and I, it's just like people just don't get it.
0: Get, yeah, you know what they do have to get a life.
2: Exactly. Um,
1: exactly. Just two, two more top, uh, two, two more topics to touch, and then Chris, uh, I know you want to get. Uh, you have things to get to. Yeah, um, I do. Uh, do you want to stick around, or
0: well, what do you want? me to talk about
1: here. Well, uh, Hall of Fame wives. John Cena was announced to be inducting Kurt Angle, APA inducting Teddy Long, and like then the Warrior that. Award.
0: I'm not familiar with that guy about the Warrior Award. I know he's a football player paralyzed in the field, correct?
2: Yeah, Eric Le- LeGrand, who was playing in the 2010 Rutgers University versus the Army Black Knights at MetLife Stadium and uh, took a bad hit. Very yeah. bad. I
0: mean, that's, But Again, that's a whole thing with football. I mean,
1: Yeah.
0: you know, it's, it's, it's dangerous, and I, all these guys know it happens all the time. You know, guys get stingers. Guys will get hurt. You know, these guys are carted off the field. But you know, it's it's nice that WWE is highlighting somebody that is making a pot, like making the most out of a bad situation. You know?
2: Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think I think uh, he does work now with the Christopher Reeve, Christopher and Dana Reeve Paralysis Foundation too. Awesome. Which I believe yeah. WWE donated a, a ton of money to in in honor of him. Awesome. Yeah, it's
1: it's great for him great for that foundation just publicity for that uh for that foundation and um yeah any thoughts on Kurt uh on John Cena and
0: Teddy long I think I think John Cena is great just because John Cena, if it wasn't for Kurt Angle John Cena might have not had that promo Yeah.
1: Kurt Angle is a big stable of uh John Cena's upstart in WWE yep
2: yeah uh, I'm perfectly fine with that, and uh, as well as the APA inducting Teddy Long, I'm yep. fine with. T- I was as soon as team,
0: a tag team is in- inducting Teddy Long, Leia.
2: As soon as, <laughs> as soon as, that's funny. <laughs> as soon as, uh, as soon as Teddy Long was announced <laughs> as an inductee, I was like, I, I hope the APA and like maybe Mark Henry or Godfather also induct him because like mm-hmm. you hear, or I mean, they, when they had those books to like the 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 road story books and everything there's like so many of them that involve the apa mark henry and teddy long mm-hmm. so it's like i can't wait for that in that speech
1: yeah um very very awesome um also uh talking about awesome southpaw regional wrestling debut oh man you okay. guys i have not i have not seen this yet so i'm going to watch it at some point with erica what are your guys thoughts on
2: all this
0: Tex Ferguson's the man.
2: <laughs> it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, it really is good. And they really have to produce a lot more of these because I want to see what happens.
2: I hope I hope it's like four episodes every Friday. I don't know if it will be, but that's what like I hope it will be.
0: I feel like this was a Luke Gallows fronted idea. Because if you know and if you follow Luke Gallows and if you're a big fan of him like I am you know that this the Tex ferguson sex ferguson character has been in his back pocket for like since his time in developmental
2: yeah i, so I think like, i think this is stuff that they like this is like literally the stuff that they're doing on screen they've been doing off screen for years yeah and then gallows like brought C- it like, on I love, screen
0: i love john cena's character lance cadmoran i yeah. think that's great are you going to buy a shirt they have shirts. Oh,
2: they're. I mean, I think they're coming to WWE shop.
0: All right. I got. I have. I have some bills to pay first before I can buy. I've been buying too many shirts because I've been going to. Sh- I've been going to like concerts and stuff like that. And it's like so. I'm getting like a new shirt like every month. So I, those, shirts, I, I, those shirts.
2: I was gonna say those shirts. I hope are ten dollars.
0: Yeah, with a sixteen ninety nine shipping and handling. They,
2: they say <laughs> yeah, right. They say it's ten bucks. Make it ten bucks, WWE.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, no. I, I would, it was great. And I hope I, I, I was actually laughing out loud, like legitimately laughing at certain things. So now
1: when, like with Erica being a new, uh very new wrestling fan, would she get? She's not going to get
2: it. She's not getting this. Okay. She's
0: not going to get
1: it. <laughs> all right. So this is all like
2: insider stuff. It's not like, it's not yeah, even yeah, insider yeah. stuff. It's just, you have, it's, it's gallows. It's, it's like this, if you know, sex Ferguson's gimmick from previous things, it's like, it's all of that.
1: I'm, I don't know if I'm gonna like. I got her into a holy
2: foley. Like she's, she's that's completely yeah, different. No, she's gonna I, I she's know, gonna sit be, down. I don't know if I'm gonna get her into this. Like she's gonna sit down and watch this and be like, "Wait, I thought his name was John Cena." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, no. So, but who, 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 I, I,
0: no, Tyler Brit Tyler Breeze's character was great too.
2: Yeah, I thought that was funny too. What were you were you gonna ask who somebody was?
0: Um,
2: no. No.
0: No. I wasn't. I thought the luchador. I don't know who the luchador was.
2: The 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 monster.
0: Yeah. No, not the monster. Oh, The sea creature
2: monster. Yeah. This. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I don't. There, because there's two masked guys that I don't know who.
0: Yeah. Well. Only time. All right. Video. But yeah, well, no. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Uh, it's great.
1: Definitely going to. Well, that's the outside. The renews. Um, thank, Chris. You. Thank you very much for taking the time out of your day. I know you just got off working and you got to be really tired, but no, I
0: have I have video editing work to do now.
2: Yeah, well, thank you for and taking drink the time out Guinness. to join us. You have to drink. No, I what? It. You know, oh, Guinness, Guinness, Guinness. Yeah. Did you Did you celebrate Stone Cold Steve Austin Day by drinking any? Uh, some... I
0: drank. A, I had a glass of wine last night.
2: Oh,
1: I I had a blue moon, but me, they... me and Erica did the most marquee thing.
2: You didn't tell us
1: that. We did the most Marky toast ever. You
2: did not.
1: We did the most Marky toast ever. I told
0: her. You slam the the beers together and chug them?
1: Even more Marky. I told her, all right, Erica, I'm going to say, give me a hell yeah. You say, hell yeah. Then we we clean the beers. We take a swig. And then we say, once we get done with the swigs, we say, and that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. And we went ahead and did that. It was oh the most marketing thing I,
2: that like, I can't even believe you're telling this to people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, tried so to teach, yeah. I tried to teach Jordan how to do a Stone Cold Stunner, but he didn't get it. So whatever, it is what it is. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, Anyway, let me go. I got some editing work I have to do. Um, yes. Thanks for letting me come on again. I appreciate it. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Dog. Uh, I've been doing some more tweeting recently, which is always good.
2: Yeah, mean and, tweets uh, to Brandon. What? <laughs> I said, yeah, mean tweets to Brandon. Yeah,
0: because he's so <laughs> negative all the time. Come on, man. You got to power positivity here. Come on.
2: That's what we're all about. Some PM. Yeah, you're gonna
0: complain about WrestleMania. Don't say that WrestleMania is better than uh, MLB. Yeah, opening first night, of all, right?
2: no, I am allowed to complain about WrestleMania, and I'm allowed to I'm say a
0: wrestling journalist.
2: WrestleMania, <laughs> WrestleMania is better than MLB opening day. And also, speaking of MLB opening day, no, nope, do you guys not doing a um, fantasy this year? Oh, we no, are, we yeah. are.
1: Oh, so. Me, me, me and Chris yeah. caved, and uh, we are doing fantasy again. So yeah, when you... I,
0: well, no, I didn't cave. Andrew, our good friend Andrew Palladino, um, convinced like annoyed me for about two weeks to to be on fan, to do fantasy baseball, and then he was not happy with the commissioner. Like after two days, he's like, "I'm gonna quit." I'm like, "You are not allowed to quit because you made <laughs> me do this."
2: Yeah. So you guys did the draft and everything already? No, it's not Wednesday, yet. and I'm
0: probably gonna miss it because I have to oh. go to work. Yeah. You, you, you don't you don't help you don't help out the former commi- former uh, commissioner by making it a day that's better for him. You know
2: exactly. Yeah. Today <laughs> in history, I think was was St. Baseball Draft Day. Yes, it was. You weren't Marvelized. <laughs> yeah, that nobody have, we didn't even. Eat. I
0: have I have the best keepers in all the league. So there
1: you go. Well, we'll yeah. talk. We'll definitely have you back on to talk about the
2: draft and. All of that. Folks, we definitely will not be speaking about a fantasy <laughs> baseball track.
0: <laughs> we'll start a fantasy baseball podcast. No.
2: There you
0: go. It. I tried to start my own podcast through Marketing Out, and Brandon's like, well, I'll just put it at the end of the show. I'm like,
2: I, no, well, I, I was going to, like, why put like It's a platform. I'll put it in the show. Why not?
0: I was all
1: for having your
2: own.
0: I, you put it as a separate entity because maybe I wanted to curse and not, you know, be a little bit more of a PG show. I don't. Yeah, we're, we're going all these hard. shows. These shows run like two and a half hours already. You think people want to listen to me for a half an hour at the end of it? <laughs> two
2: exactly. and a half hours. Dude, we, we did. an hour strictly, so far.
1: It's strictly PG. Like, and it's so annoying because Brandon will slip, and I'll be like, I'll like have to stop at mid sentence and be like, nope, go back, cut that out. Anyway, and if
0: you want, if you want me to have my own separate podcast on the marking out entity uh uh give me a brandon yeah. at bttg161 and say hashtag give chris a podcast
1: there you go well yeah. once again okay. thank you for coming on uh marking out episode 319
0: 319 woo all right guys i will uh dave i mean i'll, I'll probably be up so give me a buzz <laughs> you got it bro later mark Thanks.
2: bye okay yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah
2: moving on to some independent wrestling results though uh big show taking place in las vegas nevada on the 10th of march ring of honors 15th anniversary show uh you saw jay white defeating kenny king the world television title was on the line well, no, it was on the
1: line, but the number one contendership was on the line in a six-man mayhem match. Kazarian defeated Cheeseburger, Chris Sabin, Damian Martinez, Hangman Page, and Silas
2: Young. Is that weird that, like, two Bullet Club members are, like, fighting in the same match? What's, what's Bullet Club? What do you mean? I, what is that?
1: Is that still something that exists?
2: Yes, it does exist. Uh, barely. Yes, they do exist. Yeah, they uh, couldn't be in it. The Ring of Honor World title number one contendership was on the line as well. Jay Lethal picked up that victory now as number one contender, defeating Bobby Fish. Wait, who are the two people in that that are in Bullet Club, though? Uh, Kazarian and, and Paige. Oh, I forgot Kazarian.
1: He's not in. Yeah. I don't consider him in. Kazarian. It's disgusting what they did now. Bullet Club. Uh, I, don't bl- I, I, I don't consider it.
2: If you get, I mean, I, I'm assuming he's in the picture. But if they're all getting together taking Betty Boop pictures, then they're in the Bullet Club.
1: Yeah, while well, he's in a New Japan wrestling ring. I, I don't know. No. Well, Bullet Club is possibly like disbanded soon, with Why? Uh, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks and the Elite taking place what? that like break off. Oh. But Ring of Honor World Title number one contendership on the line. Uh, Jay Lethal defeated Bobby Fish, and you just covered that. But the <laughs> world six-man tag team title on line the kingdom defeated Dolph Castle and the boys.
2: The Ring of Honor world television ta- title was on the line. Marty Skrull, the champion, defeated Leo Rush.
1: Yeah. And the
2: world tag team no,
1: six-man non-title was on the line. Is Bully Ray.
2: What is... are you doing?
1: I don't know, I just wanted to say world, I think we said world like a hundred times.
2: Well, because all the championships are called that, you'll have an <laughs> opportunity to say that two more times on this.
1: Yeah, I just want to say it again. Bully Ray and the Br- Briscoes B- Br- defeated Davey Boy Smith Jr. War Machine, Bully Ray, making his uh, Ring of Honor debut. Uh, in-ring debut. In-ring debut. Well, match debut at least. In-ring match debut, Because
2: debuted at the Manhattan Mayhem and put Cole through a table. Yeah, The Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships were defended in a Las Vegas street fight. The newly crowned champions Broken Hardys were in the match, defeated Rapungi Vice as well as the Young Bucks. Bucks And just so you know,
1: for those those that don't know, that is a street fight that takes place in Las Vegas, Um, in case you were wondering.
2: But it's not. This match actually took place at the Hardy Compound i interesting. I'm just kidding. It took place in Vegas. <laughs> uh, main event, the world title on the line. Christopher
1: Daniels picking up the victory over Adam Cole, winning his first ever Ring of Honor champion uh, uh, world title. Which is absolutely awesome. crazy
2: that it took 15 years for that. Uh,
1: I mean, the guy has been dedicated to this sport for so long and – it's great to see this kind of this sort of recognition struck upon him.
2: It's crazy. Yeah, Ring of Honor debuts in 2000 uh yeah, 2002. Christopher Daniels debuts in Ring of Honor in 2002 and it took 15 years for him to become champion there. I, it's, you know. I mean, like it's I, it, it is awesome. understandable though that it like took this long in, in some sense as well because like their title reigns back then were really lengthy. Yeah. Like I think That's Daniel, dope. I think Daniel Bryan's title reign in ROH was longer than like all of his combined in WWE, maybe or something like that. Mm-hmm. He had a four hundred sixty something day reign or something close to that. Joe had I mean, a giant reign there too.
1: Yeah, a lot of these guys were their go-to. Um, yeah,
2: but it's awesome that Christopher Daniels is the Ring of Honor champion.
1: One hundred percent. Shine Forty-One took place on the tenth in Arbor City, Florida. Arya Blake defeated Lindsay Snow. Arielle
2: Monroe defeated Priscilla Kelly.
1: What, Priscilla Kelly, I believe, was on NXT recently, or um, maybe in a dark match on NXT. Uh, Malia Hosaka defeated Angel Rose.
2: I would assume it's Malia. Okay, we, we could say Malia. Thea Trinidad defeated Brandy Lauren.
1: Amanda Carolina Rodriguez defeated Dynamite Didi and Jamie Janison and Leva Bates.
2: Sue Young picked up a victory over Candy Cart, right?
1: Shine tag team titles on the line. Chelsea Green and Santana Garrett, who was the replacement for Tough Enough's Gabby, defeated Kendra, uh,
2: Kennedy Brink and Vanessa Craven. Allison def- uh versus Mar- Mercedes Martinez went to a time limit draw.
1: Yeah, Shine title on the line. Lefisto successfully defending against Eva Lee's.
2: Yeah. Taking place on the 11th of March, CZW Proving Grounds in Voorhees, New Jersey. Sammy Callahan picked up the victory over Alexander James. Dave Chris defeated Tony Deppin. The Private Party defeated the Ugly Ducklings. Shane Strickland defeated Ace Austin,
1: Ace Romero, uh, Ro- uh, yeah, Romero Alex Daniels, and Tim Dunst.
2: The Genocide Junkies defeated Jeff Cannonball and Joey Janella.
1: Tag titles on the line. Scar- uh, Scarlet and Graves defeated the Dub Boys and EYFBO.
2: Connor Claxton picked up that win over Devin Moore.
1: Yeah, he did pick up that win. And then Joe Gacy picked up a win defending his world title against Chris Dickinson. Wrestle Pro took place on the 11th in Rahway, New Jersey. CPA defeated Habib from the car wash with the Canadian Destroyer. Uh, following the match, Apple Corps came out and proceeded to beat down both men until Shark Boy made a save, leading to the next match.
2: Which Matt McIntosh picked up the victory against Shark Boy.
1: Yeah, uh, Taboo Crew defeated Dirty and Durable.
2: Yeah, Chris Payne picked up the victory over Craven Varro. Who uh, was replacing, who did he replace? I forget I'm who he was replacing. Something due to weather. They couldn't make it in. I'm not too sure. Oh, Tommy Dreamer. He's injured, not weather. Oh. Tommy Dreamer oh, was injured.
1: Followed by, defeated Nikos Rigos, but Buster Jackson.
2: And Alex Reynolds defeated Delroy Alexander.
1: Yeah, a ladder match for the title. Uh, for the WrestlePro title, Bobby Wayward defeated Anthony Bowen's via assistance from Chris Avery, uh, Quilling. Um, awesome, awesome stuff. Saw a few uh, pictures from that match.
2: Yeah. So Bobby Wayward is now the two-time, I believe, WrestlePro champion. Yeah. Uh, Ken Dixon defeated Johnny Clash, Max Caster, Chris Steeler, Hush, and Hot Dog Starks in a match.
1: Uh, you had.
2: Joey Ryan defeating Beefcake Charlie.
1: Um, In Tag Team Gauntlet, Beach Bums defeated the Amazing Graysons, Massage Envy. Oh, it was a Gauntlet match. Beach Bums defeated Amazing Graysons. Then Massage Envy defeated the Beach Bums. Massage Envy also defeated Team Espana. And then Heavenly Bodies defeated Massage Envy to retain
2: the Tag Team titles. Yeah, and then the main event was an all-out warfare brawl. Uh, Kevin Matthews teamed up with Pat Buck Mario, and Mario Bokura to defeat Dan Moff, Monster Mac, and Homicide. Pa- this match, I was watching clips of it as it was happening live, was mm. insane. Buck That's ended, awesome. Buck ended the match choking out Dan Moff, and then Moff went right through. Like, they, they completely tore apart the ring.
1: Moff, Moff I saw slid, a picture of that.
2: Moff slid through the boards in the ring and everything. Uh, what, I forget who it was. Someone took a bump on that wood. Oh, man. The bare wood. It was nuts. It was absolutely insane.
1: Jeez. Um, let's see. Upcoming Indie uh, events taking place on the 25th, NYWC Aftermath at the NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park, New York. The Benson Brothers is going to take on
2: Milk Chocolate. Yeah, we're going to be seeing the NYWC Starlet Championship on the line. The champion Willow Nightingale defending that title against Rick Cataldo.
1: You're going to have the uh, NYWC Tag Team Titles on the line. Anthony LaCera and Jesse Bain defending uh, defending against Private Party.
2: Papadon will be taking on King Mega.
1: Fusion title on the line. Big O defending against his uh, former tag team partner Mike Verna. Yeah.
2: Uh and for the MYWC championship, Bull James, the champion, will be defending that against homicide.
1: Yeah. Uh should be well, it will be an amazing event, so make sure you get over to Deer Park, New York to watch this.
2: Yeah. And um yeah, that's, so that's, that's awesome. That's it for the uh independent shows. So right now we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back here on Marking Out.
0: This is Drew Gulak, and you're listening to Marking
2: Out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 319. Moving right along to some sports entertainment talk. Uh, yeah,
1: let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Had to chime in really quick right there so I could give you your. Uh... Your intro.
2: Yeah, but you know what I always happens after I say it is I'm out of breath and I have to say which kicked off with.
1: So maybe I should say which <laughs> kicked off with
2: nice. which <laughs> kicked off with Brock Lesnar and Paul
1: Heyman uh cutting a promo on Goldberg in the ring. And then you could chime in on what the promo actually said because no, you're going to run down I, the entire promo. I really
2: don't even care about it. Screw you. Oh, wow. I, this pro, I, don't even, I don't care about these promos anymore. I don't care about Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. I don't care about any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I, in fact, like, I almost wanted to tell you, like no, I don't even want to speak about the beginning of Raw. I just want to skip over it. Because well, I'm usually sitting...
1: you would tell me that when we do the rundown. No,
2: no, I'm saying, like, I'm just saying, like, when I was watching Raw, I was like, I don't even really want to speak about this. Be- because, it, like, it just, I don't need to see it. Yeah. So, and it, it's funny, because, like, it made me think, like, back when we did the goods, the bads, and the middles, and, like, we would, like, disagree on stuff, and then it would ultimately go in the middles. I'd be like, this is something that I would 100% put in the bads, I don't know what you would put it in. I'm assuming the bands also. I would hope for the bads. Yeah, most likely. So, but yeah, that promo took place. Big whoop. Whatever. Uh, up next, we saw Sasha Banks defeating Dana Brooke. I thought this match was awful. Uh, and I yeah, thought the com- best thing that happened was
1: something that happened after the match. But I don't even want to say the best thing, you know, because it's not going to matter. Come WrestleMania, they're going to hope that we forgot that. Which
2: makes no dude. First of all, this completely makes Dana Brooke look stupid again, over and over again. She's being made to look stupid, and I, like I don't even like the words are not even coming out of my mouth. Or <laughs> afterwards, it's literally the worst face turn I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte loses, and I mean Dana Brooke loses. Charlotte gets in the ring, blames Dana, starts yelling at her, fight fighting with her, and Dana Brooke fights back and attacks Charlotte, and they're fighting with each other. Mm-hmm. Is she gonna be in the WrestleMania match? Is she gonna be used at WrestleMania thirty three for the the women's championship?
1: I who knows. I hope not.
2: It's like there's no direction with Monday Night Raw's writing. I said this no. last week and I, I I Chris texted me and, and said like, "Oh, like you complaining too much about the writing and stuff." And I'm like, "It's bad writing. It's it's really bad writing."
1: Yeah, I agree. I just I, I don't get it 100% anymore. agree. It's not it's where's the entertainment in this? Uh, I don't know. Well, I'm talking about entertainment. Uh, next up, you had Kendrick and Nice pick up the victory over Tazawa and TJP. Um, good match. Yeah, it was a good, solid match. And thank goodness after that flair match.
2: I thought, no, Brooke match.
1: Yeah, Brooke. Sorry. <laughs>
2: That's what I meant, Brooke. I thought because Tazawa and TJ Perkins were teaming up, I thought, oh, yeah, of course they're going to win it. But I was very pleasantly surprised to see Tony Nese pick up that victory. He ch- I mean, he cheated. He used the, the, the tights. But well, he used to heal. Yeah. So I thought it was a, a fantastic a fantastic match and a, a great heel tactic win for Tony Nese.
1: I 100% agree with you. It's good to see him picking up victories on Raw again.
2: Yeah. Up next, which they all competed in a uh, for 205 Live for the number one contendership to see who's going – on to WrestleMania to face Neville for the Cruiserweight Championship, and Austin Aries ultimately ended up winning that. It was an elimination-style match, which was also... I mean, who that was who a,
1: didn't expect that to happen, though?
2: Yeah, but that was also a really good match. I popped big time. One of the best barricade spots I've ever seen with Tony Nese. Like, we've been seeing these barricade spots over and over and over again where somebody gets speared through it, Tony Nese pulls down his knee pad and knees a guy's head through the barricade. That was fantastic. Everyone, if you're listening to this and didn't watch that match, go watch 205 Live's main event from this past week with the the match, the scramble match. That was awesome. The elimination match, I should say. Up next, Kevin Owens spoke about Chris Jericho in WrestleMania and uh, introduced Samoa Joe by saying... Who needs best friends when you have the destroyer on your side? Which led right into a tag team match with Chris Jericho and Sami Zayn picking up the victory over Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens only by disqualification uh, because Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe did not listen to the referee in this.
1: Well, it was not, not only did they not listen, but the double teaming that they were doing, I mean, the referee had no. I don't even think they cared about the match. Obviously, they yeah, just wanted to not. put yeah. a beat down.
2: Yeah. And I like, during the, when the actual match was happening, though, I liked Kevin Owens taunting Chris Jericho by using Jericho's old pin, where he would yeah. put his foot on the chest and do, like, the the muscle pose, which mm-hmm. I just did, but you guys can't see it. Maybe you heard it in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> and then, uh, after the match, also, when they were beating up Chris Jericho. I like Samoa Joe did like an aided pop-up powerbomb to Kevin Owens. He like threw him into, to KO. Yeah,
1: it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, next up you had a backstage segment featuring new day. Yeah. Uh,
2: new, what was it called? New day talks. I think.
1: Yeah, I'm not I think too it, sure. I
2: think it might be that, but, uh, they had Big Show on as a guest, which sucked, man. It just like, that's a, like, I'm sure you're ecstatic about it. But, uh, he officially entered himself into the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which yeah. there goes the match with Shaquille O'Neal, which I'm not counting out Shaquille O'Neal yet. I'm very still, happy about this. They could still do one of their face offs in the match again. But, um,. Yeah, so they interviewed Big Show, but like they kept cutting him off, which I thought was weird. Mm -hmm. Um, But the main portion of this was about the Jetsons movie, the the new cartoon that's out with WWE and the Jetsons. Which led to Titus O'Neil coming in, yelling at Big Show, saying, why wasn't he in this movie? This should have been his part in the movie, not Big Show. He loves the Jetsons. Which then just sets up a match later on in the night between those two. Sounds great. Up next was Enzo and Cass versus Cesaro and Sheamus for the number one contendership to see who goes on to WrestleMania to face the club, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson for those tag team championships. It went to a no contest, though, uh, because Gallows hit Cass at the same time that Anderson took out Sheamus. Um, which I think is kind of it was pretty predictable. Yeah, but I, I really I enjoyed this. I thought it was a it was a good match and everything. I mean, I'm excited and I
1: hope that this and I'm excited for this like to become a th- triple threat and everything like that.
2: Which yeah, I, Mick Foley announced afterwards that, that he goes okay. Guess what? Triple threat match WrestleMania. Yeah, which I I'm I thought. Okay I I thought what they did to each team made made them look strong. They, they mm-hmm. went out there like, we don't care who we face. We're going to take them both out. And now they have the odds stacked against them. Whether or not they retain at WrestleMania, who knows? I'm sure uh, come WrestleMania time, I'll probably end up picking Enzo and Cass to win their tag team championships for the first time in WWE at WrestleMania 33 in Orlando, Florida.
1: Yeah, um, Roman Reyes picked up the victory over Jinder Mahal, uh, with the Superman punch. And then after the match, though,
2: well, first, it, this match was only a match because earlier in the night, Stephanie McMahon told McFoley that he had to fire someone. And yeah. Jinder Mahal found Foley backstage and was like, I want basically trying to prove himself. So Foley gave him this match, but go on.
1: Um, yeah. So Superman punch, yada, yada, yada. H-B-K comes on out while Roman was counting in promo. R- HBK comes well, out. was
2: calling out Taker.
1: Yeah. But and HBK was, comes out and gives him pretty much a... a I don't know. Was it a warning? It's I mean, or advice? Same, he said it was advice.
2: It's the same HBK. Same basic promo, I should say, that HBK has been cutting since his Undertaker match. Yeah. Just warnings about Undertaker and Reigns. I liked Reigns. He goes, Undertaker retired. You, I'm going to retire Undertaker.
1: I thought and, it was a, I was surprised that HBK didn't hit him with the sweet chip music.
2: First of all, I was I was surprised that HBK was there even. Like there I was no see. there was no like guess who's backstage from what I saw. I, I
1: did pop for uh, for his appearance.
2: I did too which is weird, but I did. Yeah, I'm and, not uh,
1: going to deny it. I thought it was awesome.
2: And I popped even more so for what happened after Reigns leaves the ring, goes up on the ramp, staring at HBK, completely blindsided out of nowhere. Braun Strowman just bodies the hell out of Roman Reigns. Oh, man. Dude that was flying. a stiff shot. He went flying down the entrance ramp, de- off, fell off the entrance ramp side into like the barricade section. I th- that was that was phenomenal. Just totally rocked him. The one thing I didn't like from that though was Braun Strowman saying, "If I wanted to do it to you, I would." To HBK, yeah. because like, bro, you backed off from Undertaker. Mm-hmm. So, but it's still like I... none of this makes sense otherwise, unless you're adding Braun Strowman into Roman Reigns versus Undertaker. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping. I'm still. I still have hope for that.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm looking forward to. I really hope that Braun Strowman finds a way to get into this match and make it a triple threat match.
2: And then like Undertaker could pin Roman Reigns or something, and then Braun's pissed off and he goes, I want Undertaker. I didn't lose that match, dude. Well I I'd rather see Braun pick up the victory. I don't think Taker's gonna be twenty whatever and two. I can't see that either, but I would like it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like that. Huh. Yeah. All right. Up next, we saw Austin Aries taking on and defeating um, I'm actually. Why wouldn't you like that, though? I don't want to see – because, first of all, I still don't think it should have been – I don't Lesnar. think Undertaker should have lost in general, first of all. So you don't think he
1: should lose to someone to put them over
2: now? At this point, the the streak means nothing. Like beating Undertaker at WrestleMania is not going to do anything. So since it's already it, been done, but since it means since unless, it means
1: nothing, the streak defeating Undertaker means something.
2: I mean, unless you're going to build to like Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman, which I guess could exactly. also happen.
1: Exactly. So why do you would you be against Braun Strowman picking up the I victory? I
2: just don't like watering down Undertaker's WrestleMania streak.
1: It's already, water- dude, there's no streak anymore. It's done.
2: But there still is, like, the record, so. No, yes, I, I there think is still that a it's... record. You can't say no, there's not a record. Yes, okay, but I, I, I just don't think that is it's still as... added on dates and years to the record.
1: Yeah, but I don't think it's as extreme as it is, as it, as it used to be. I mean, I no, think I that. Think, I think, think boost, people would I still. I think you
2: could put someone over. I just, I don't see that. You could do it at SummerSlam. So you don't Senate. think Undertaker should lose at all anymore? I, I do it at SummerSlam.
1: So you, you're, you would be okay if Braun uh, Strowman defeated him at SummerSlam? Yeah. but now just, WrestleMania
2: putting... is just like a very special thing. They've built it up too much for, for me to want anything different.
1: Well, where would you put Roman Reigns then?
2: I don't know. There's rumors that he might be getting traded to SmackDown. Oh, yeah. I
1: forgot about those rumors. I mean, we spoke about... Um, I was going to
2: actually bring it up more so when we got to the, the middle of SmackDown.
1: All right. That's fine. We can talk about it then or, or now.
2: I mean, I, yeah, bring it up. You could feel well, free.
1: There, like you said, there's rumors of Roman Reigns going over to uh, SmackDown and AJ Styles going over to Monday Night Raw.
2: Which would make sense, like he's in a match right now with Shane McMahon, where like literally, where else can they go from there? It's like a lose lose for and
1: and he's retired. I mean, not retired. He is uh, fired. Fired. But that's and on SmackDown. Not, he's already been moved to the uh, what yeah, is it? The
2: alumni page. But yeah. that's like Shane McMahon is like in charge of Daniel Bryan. So if he did what he did, then well, I mean he. Yeah, so we'll have we'll have to see next next Thursday. Um, wow, next Tuesday. <laughs> um, but back to Austin Aries and Davari. I was really happy to see Davari working on Austin Aries' eye because I don't think in the past two what was it two weeks or one week that Austin Aries is back, one week or whatever. I don't think anyone's been focused on his eye, and when he when, like, he did get hit in the eye, I, all I wanted was commentary on 205 Live for, for them to call. Like, he just, like, he had his whole injury. The reason why he's not in NXT right now is because he had a broken orbital bone. Yeah. He gets punched in the face. Focus on that. Say, like, he just came back from having that that injury. And they didn't do that until, um, from my memory, and I don't think they did that until Monday Night Raw. And Michael Cole, even, he called it. He spoke about the orbital injury.
1: Yeah, so I think I that's, a big fan that's of that. great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so you brought that up. Uh, big Show picked up the victory over Titus O'Neil. Over surprise. a Jackson's
2: movie. No.
1: Surprise, um, surprise.
2: Yeah. I mean, what is there to talk like? Okay. Up next, backstage we went. Uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks were there chilling, and uh, Sasha was talking to Bailey about her match with Nia Jax. Uh, and they were like, you know, like clearly Nia Jax is beatable. And then Banks was like, but don't listen to your haters, Bailey. Don't 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 listen to the haters that don't think you're worthy of being champion kind of planting these thoughts. She goes, what haters? She goes, no, no, don't even worry about it. Yeah. So it's like seeds are planting WrestleMania. Sasha Banks probably going to beat Bailey for that title.
1: For the 18th uh, time or whatever. Yeah. There's any, I, I don't care.
2: But up next, that led right into Bailey defeating Nia Jax via disqualification. Because Nia Jax did not listen to the referee... So, Monday Night Raw had two disqualifications and one no contest due to interference. Was that the smartest decision? I don't think it was. Um, but does Nia Jax now, like, is she going to get added to that WrestleMania match? So far, they have, she they have Charlotte, they have Sasha Banks, they have the champion, obviously, Bayley. They're, all three of them are locked in. But they're also writing Dana Brooke and Nia Jax in this storyline, which makes no sense. Just like the Undertaker and Braun Strowman, they, it literally makes no sense unless Strowman gets added into that with Roman Reigns. Just well, like, it seems
1: like so for SmackDown, they're going to have an open roster for everyone to join. I don't and even on, but, like they didn't even
2: announce like it's not they didn't announce Gauntlet or Battle Royal. No, or no, no. Ruts. But it's
1: open to the roster, and it looks like on Monday Night Raw, it's open to the roster too because every single person. Except she for to be trying to get in on this match and will probably be in on this match.
2: With the exception of Alicia Folks. Because yeah. she's not even wrestling anymore. So But that's
1: why I'm like, I don't I'm not into this because it's the same exact thing that they're doing on SmackDown.
2: So can you say and there's no, I, can, can you say what I said? Can you say what I said about Monday Night Raw? With no. Their, with their writers? Lazy? No, that they need new Tell writers. Me. They uh-oh. need new writers. That's I, I yeah, wanted you to say it this way. Uh-oh. It's not always me saying it.
0: What do you mean? We've
1: well, we've said, we've said this many times that their writing is lazy and they need new writers. We've said this for numerous episodes, not just about the Divas Division, but the Tag Team Division. The we've said it about the IC Division, the U.S. Championship Division. I mean, the late the booking is just just awful.
2: Um, yeah, so at the beginning of the night, Stephanie McMahon told Mick Foley that he needs to find one person. They're going to trim some fat. He needs to fire somebody. Um, they need to, he needs to show her that he's worthy of being a a general manager.
1: Now, if he asked Scott Steiner, he would tell him to fire Samoa Joe right
2: away. Yes. Uh, the internet blew up. Please let it be Roman Reigns. Um... I thought McFoley was gonna resign. But he said the person that he's gonna choose to fire was Stephanie. I I saw that one. Well I
1: we I actually Yeah, no, I said watch he uh he fired Stephanie. Stephanie. And what he said that turn, I was just like
2: awesome. Stephanie said she was not eligible for that and McFoley like kept going on and on. This is why you should be fired. And then none other than Triple H came out. They verbally fought over and over again, whatever. Foley goes to back out of the ring. They're still talking. Foley, uh, Triple H and Stephanie are still talking. Triple H realizes Foley didn't leave the ring. Foley's sitting there kind of like, kind of hulking up. Triple H goes in the corner, turn, make, pulls Mick Foley like to say, what are you doing? Boom. Mr. Sacco, and then Stephanie Mandible hit claw. Stephanie hit, uh, hit Foley with the low blow. Triple H, I think, kept attacking Foley, and then Rollins came out with his crutch, threw it down, dropped it like a mic drop, went after Triple H, but Triple H got the better of him and, and uh, kept attacking him. broke a broke a crutch over Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. And
1: also. I don't know about you, but I loved this entire pro the promo and the entire segment.
2: Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was good. From start
1: to end, I was I was really I felt invested in uh what Mick uh Mick Foley was saying to Stephanie McMahon. Like I really was into this. Yeah. So um that was Monday Night Raw. Uh, SmackDown. SmackDown, SmackDown. Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles kicked it off. Yeah. Correct?
2: AJ cut uh D Bry off. He was on the phone and he goes, Where's Shane? And he goes, Shane's not here yet. And AJ is like, I need to speak to Shane McMahon. You you screw me every single week. And then he goes, I'm gonna go out and say exactly why. He comes out to the arena, he goes, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon, you've they've been messing with me week after week. The main he should be in the main event of WrestleMania, his rematch. For the WWE Championship, boom gets to. It's a triple threat match. He didn't win, but he didn't lose it. Did he get a rematch? No. And, and he, he moves he, on. He, he moves on to the Elimination Chamber match. And it's totally justified. I mean, I'm. Yeah, it's totally. I it is justified because then after yeah. after the Elimination Chamber match, he goes on to the Battle Royal. Wonky ending with Luke Harper. Goes on to a one-on-one match with Luke Harper. Wins that match. And then all of a sudden Randy Orton decides, oh, I'm going to turn on Bray Wyatt and I want my WrestleMania match back. Just has to jump through another hoop. Has to face Randy Orton for the number one contendership. Loses that match. So he's getting pretty sick and tired of it. He wants to talk to Shane McMahon. Goes into the parking lot to wait for Shane McMahon. Up. After that, we saw... Becky. Oh, I thought that you wanted to go into... like. No, I wasn't. I was going to wait for it to happen later. Oh, well, cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynch picked up the victory over Natalia, which uh, I thought was a pretty standard match between them. I know you hate Natalia, but whatever. Yeah. I think the bigger thing to take away from this was Carmella coming out afterwards and attacking Becky Lynch. And then, as Natalia went to get up, attacked her as well, which I thought was awesome. So
1: yeah, it was awesome, but she has to get rid of James Ellsworth.
2: Well, he's working for her so
1: yeah, I'm not a fan.
2: Up next we saw Ms TV where I thought Ms and Maurice just absolutely killed it. Maurice went did the whole rundown of how back in oh. back when they were when the Bella Twins and everyone, they were gone from WWE her and Kelly Kelly were offered a contract to come back to WWE to be on the first season of total divas with the Bella twins, which I don't know. If, I really don't know if that was like all of that, but 2013 would make sense though. Cause they were gone in 2012. So,
1: I mean, it was totally, it was an awesome promo by like, Maurice.
2: Yeah. She was saying how Nikki told her not to sign it, to hold out for more money, which then WWE rescinded the offer. And Nikki tried to negotiate the contract. Then all of a sudden Maurice stopped hearing from Nikki. And all of a sudden, next thing she knows, oh, we're we're coming back. And the Bella Twins came back to Monday Night Raw. Maurice had no contract. The Bella Twins did. They had total divas. And uh yeah. John Cena and Nikki Bella came out. Miz and Maurice left the ring, but Nikki grabbed the mic from John. So that they were never friends, and that the and she was like there's clearly there's no way that I could have blocked a contract because you're here now, yeah, which I think everyone should keep in mind. I believe Maria Canellis was also involved in that story when it leaked, when mm-hmm. it was well posted to the news sites, yeah, so it's interesting
1: it 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 is cool that they uh that they used everything uh from the past.
2: Yeah. I was really happy with that. Which, this was a storyline on Total Divas as well, but. uh, Yeah. But after this, Nikki challenged Maurice to get in the ring. Miz said no, and then Daniel Bryan came out, had some words with them, and made the match for WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be seeing John Cena and Nikki Bella teaming up to take on Miz and Maurice, which I definitely think is probably the match I'm most looking forward to. Really? I think so. I really think so. Whatever you said.
1: Yeah. Right. Um. I don't know. I'm very hesitant to say yes or no with that. I'm looking more forward to if Braun Strowman's added to that trip to that Matt Undertaker match.
2: Yeah, but first of all, like that's not even like a thing yet. So what match are you most looking forward to?
1: Honestly, if it's not that Triple H and Rollins, mm. I thought if it's well, not. Then I'm gonna go Triple H and Rollins.
2: For this though, I'm I'm excited for this. And I thought I thought Maurice killed it. That like goes back to me saying I can't think of like promos, like women that like could cut great promos other than Vicky Guerrero and and uh Stephanie McMahon. Maurice was was really good. Yeah.
1: I yeah, but I I'm not also a, I... I hit my plateau with Nikki. So it's going to take a lot for me to be any sort of interest in uh, that match. But next up, you had Mickey James pick up the victory over Alexa Bliss um, for a non-title match. Apparently following the match, like a lot of news sites were saying that uh, officials backstage were very down on Alexa Bliss. Saying that she's very, and she only uh, has, she's not that good.
2: And she only has chemistry with Becky Lynch, and that's why we saw it so many times, which is Yeah, just, and that
1: this match was awful.
2: Road Dogg went on the internet, on Twitter, and, and like, said no. Like, we love Alexa Bliss. Which, I went back and rewatched this match, and it's like, I don't understand, like, where, how you could say there's no chemistry between them. Yeah. It's just, I don't, I don't understand these, these reports. Like, I don't... I don't get it.
1: I really don't. I mean, it's all clickbait. That's Basically, what it is.
2: Yeah. But I, I liked in the match though when Mickey James went for a baseball slide to the outside of the ring. Alexa Bliss caught her, and I thought she was going to like do the standard like throw your knee into the into the ring post. She twisted her the other way and smacked her her head against it. Yeah, I thought that, I thought that was really good.
1: I. I think that it's great. I think that the match the match itself was a lot of fun to watch and I really don't understand um anything that they're talking about with this Alexa Bliss. It has to be all just um clickbait.
2: And then uh yeah, Alexa Bliss went for insult to injury, but she missed the moonsault knee drop section of it and uh that led to Mickey James getting to hit the Mick kick on her. Yeah. Which, the oh. only thing that I wish that would have happened in this match that didn't was Carmella coming out to attack Mickey James and Alexa Bliss afterwards. Wait, you what? I, the only thing that I wanted that didn't happen was I wish Carmella came out to attack them also. Oh. Because if, it, if, that, if that title match is open to every woman on the SmackDown roster, then why not go after everyone?
1: Uh-huh, I, I see what you're saying.
2: Yes, which I thought was phenomenal when she did it with with uh, Becky Lynch and, and Natalia. so I just figured it would have been cool if she did it with Mickey and, and Bliss. Yeah, um, yeah. Up next, we were taken to the parking lot where AJ Styles was backstage, waiting for Shane McMahon, being interviewed by Renee Young, and all of a sudden car pulls up out comes Shane McMahon AJ Styles goes after him beats him up throws him through a car window
1: I was a fan of this segment but up how until did I...
2: the replay
1: yeah with the camera
2: there was Wait, a that's just... camera inside
1: the car right when – I mean, don't get me wrong. It's WWE, of course. It's set up and fake and stuff like that. But I feel like putting it in the car makes it so
0: – for some like reason when they did it, in
1: slow motion, all I thought was prime time. Like when they used to have prime time before Raw, before they went to break, they would show like a slow-mo of something that went on. And I feel like I've seen a slow-mo of like something with Bobby and Brayden Heenan. And uh, doing a screwball segment and I feel like it was something like that
2: so here's my theory which is just complete like not even there's no way it would ever be but since there was a camera inside the car it means it's premeditated so are you trying to see GTV someone knew it was going to happen
1: Or are you saying GTV?
2: No, no, I'm saying Daniel Bryan. Even though Daniel Bryan fired AJ Styles after that, Daniel Bryan hired AJ Styles just so he could take out Shane McMahon because Daniel Bryan wants Shane McMahon's powers and control of SmackDown. Ask me why.
1: Well, I guess I'm going to ask you why.
2: Shane McMahon is a what? He's a McMahon. Gemini. He's a McMahon. And actually, he's Uh. a Leo. I'm just kidding. I don't know what he is. (laughs) (laughs) He's a McMahon. And the McMahons will not clear Daniel Bryan to wrestle. And all Daniel Bryan wants to do is wrestle.
1: He's made that known plenty of times.
2: So if he can get the person who is in, in power, in control of SmackDown... Out of power, he could then graduate, become the commissioner, and be like, you know what? I'm going to clear myself. I'm going to wrestle this match. And then, boom, Daniel Bryan is is a wrestler again.
1: That's an interesting interesting storyline and spin on everything.
2: It's clearly not going to happen. Uh yeah, I think that's safe to say. I've been told that it would be a fantastic storyline. Well, I just told you that. Well, I but like other people have said it. As Dewey. Well. Yes, Dewey. Dewey hit me up and said, "Bro, that's that's a great storyline. Let me write it for you."
1: And then you were like, "Wait, your dad's McFoley? <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan." Uh, talking about being a big fan, um. Uh, Brandon's favorite wrestler, Mojo, a <laughs> victory over Ziggler by Countdown.
2: How does he get a nickname like that? <laughs> I,
1: I, know, have nothing, I, I have, have nothing thoughts.
2: against Mojo, but he's nowhere near my favorite wrestler.
1: Whoa, Mojo, you hear that, dude? Don't worry, you're my favorite. But, wow. But yeah,
2: Dolph Ziggler <laughs> decided... <laughs> yeah, he does not listen to this. But Dolph Ziggler decided that he was better than this match. And that this match was a waste of time. So he just walked off and let the referee count to the 10.
1: Yeah. Wait,
2: so now was this a match for to be in the Battle Royal? Mm, pretty sure they're just going to be in it. But they did say that, right? I don't think they did.
1: I, I thought th- that they said that this was for the whoever wins is in the Entree the Giant Memorial Battle
2: Royal. I don't know if they did. I really I don't think, I don't remember them saying that. Okay, maybe
1: I'm just making that up. Cause I, I
2: really thought they said that, but um, yeah. So Randy Orton up next comes out and cuts basically the same promo that he did last week, except this time Bray Wyatt replied on the Titan Tron saying that he has the soul of sister Abigail and it's inside of him now. And he has her powers um and then smear dirt all over or ashes i guess it was her ashes which i think this is how smackdown should have ended last week with orton doing what he did and then boom because last week smackdown ends we were like what how what how's there no bray Wyatt? i think this-
1: I, I agree with you it should have done but i'm okay with it being done this week I'm, I'm happy that it's not the week before WrestleMania, so I'm going to look at the positive on that.
2: I Yeah, well, I think, I yeah, uh, whatever. I just think it would have been, like that would have been like the perfect ending for, for SmackDown last week. But yeah. up next, we went backstage. Baron Corbin was being interviewed about what happened with Dean Ambrose last week. Basically challenged him to a match at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental Championship. So we're going to probably see that.
1: Meh, yeah, hopefully. And, then, um, and then
2: the more shocking thing of the evening, the Usos defeated American Alpha. I was completely blown away and shocked that the tag team champions were actually on SmackDown. In the main event are of you, SmackDown. Are you completely shocked that they didn't pick up the victory? I'm not shocked how they were booked. And I think both teams, both teams I think deserve better than what was actually going on during this because their match was going on and multiple times where they minimized into the tiny left-hand corner so we can go to a bigger box screen of Shane McMahon walking around with the agents backstage. Nah. Multiple times the focus went off of your tag team champions who have really at this point, They've been off TV for the past two weeks. They had a huge thing three weeks ago, I think it was, with the Usos disappearing. Where are they? Where are they? Where are they?
1: Dark matches.
2: Finally, they're back on television, and you can't even pay attention to them because Shane McMahon is walking around backstage, and all the focus is on that rather than what was in the ring, which is something WCW would do. Mm -hmm. But Shane McMahon, during the match, also said he was coming out, which I thought I was like... At that point, I fully expected Shane McMahon to like cut off the match and just do what he was doing. But Usos got the victory. Shane McMahon came out. SmackDown ended. Basically, as soon as he said it, he said, AJ Styles wants a fight at WrestleMania? Wants a match? Boom. I'm fighting him at WrestleMania. Chrisley knows best.
1: And of um- I, I don't want to look for. I don't, I'm not looking forward to this.
2: But like the I said, Shane versus AJ, like we said before, this could definitely lead to AJ Styles moving over to Monday Night Raw,
1: which I think is a great move and a great a great way to make this adjustment. This put this would put him on the same roster as his former tag his former uh, stablemates,
2: his former tag team member Chris Jericho.
1: Yeah. Uh, When did he ever tag with Jericho? Are you kidding me? It led
2: to his first WrestleMania match last year. Oh.
1: Oh, yeah. Why two AJ? They made shirts and everything, bro. I forgot about that. Yeah, Yeah, but, I mean, him being with Bullet Club, Guns and Gallows, and also
2: Finn Balor. Yeah. So, hopefully that happens. Yeah, so... But that was Raw, SmackDown. Uh, we covered some of the 205 Live. NXT will cover again later on down the line. Big things are happening there. Oh, yeah. Right now we'll take a... Oh, no, we did that already. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, very, very shame, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs.
1: Thank you to the following people for promoting us this week of professional wrestling. Go follow Jonathan at Mr. John Faust. Uh, awesome guy over there. Also check out Eric at Montreal Broski. Go check out the Kayfabe Today podcast. Listen to them. Uh, Eric is a, one of the co-hosts over there. And he also does First Thing in the Morning, which
2: everyone should be Checking out, subscribe to, and he has a, a new show out called Broski and which the next episode is going to feature them talking about ghost stories and like their experiences with ghosts. So I'm looking forward to that.
1: Ooh, it's really going to make you question: Are you afraid of
2: ghosts? Damn it! <laughs> hey. I thought you were going to say dark, and I was going to get all close and be like dark, <laughs> but it didn't work because you said ghosts. You threw me there. Well,
1: there you go. You want
2: to do that though? Like, can you read? Can we like? And then you'll be like, it'll make you. It's
1: gonna make you question. Are you afraid of the dark?
2: ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> I said ghosts. I thought you were gonna say ghosts again. Oh, oh, uh, oh. So do we do? We. Go on. Alright.
1: It, it's going <laughs> to make you question Are you afraid
2: of ghosts? Are you kidding me? took my one thing. <laughs> oh, man. Am I keep on
1: messing up? Well, I don't know. I, I keep on messing this up. Let's just go on to your shout outs. Oh, so-
2: My first shout-out is going to the recent supposed blizzard for New York. Uh, I know a blizzard happened elsewhere. But uh, the only reason why it's getting a shout-out is because it, for whatever reason, allowed Moro Ronaldo to not be on SmackDown.
1: And that is always a, a plus, a huge plus, I think. I mean, I'm way okay with him missing because of the weather.
2: Which a lot of people call him the greatest of all time and whatnot, but... uh, Oh, come on now. He got called out on on Twitter for missing it from JBL, Josh Matthews, and and Taz.
1: Yeah, which is very weird that JBL did. Um, Josh Matthews, I assume. Taz, okay. But JBL being a, a fellow commentator with WWE. I mean, with him. Yeah. So... Very surprising.
2: But uh, next shout out, Lucha Underground. We we spoke about that earlier. It's on Netflix now, season one and two. So uh, definitely check that out. And it's it's awesome finally getting to watch the second season. I wish they put the I wish they had the third season on already. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But last up, The Rock. They announced SNL announced that he's returning to host for the fifth time, which is a rare thing for SNL hosts. I guess maybe there's been a ton but there's a five timers club which the Rock gets to join on on May 20th. His last um, his last time he hosted was 2015 right before WrestleMania.
1: I'm looking forward to it. I mean the Rock is always a huge uh, always like uh, plays an awesome role on SNL, does a great job as host. And I was disappointed with John Cena, so I'm really hoping
2: that what? he will do better. John, I was not disappointed with Cena. but uh, I was, yeah. But yeah, for the, the last... SNL also announced for the last four episodes of the season... Is it the last four episodes of the season? Do they stop around Mother's Day? I mean, around May 20th? Yeah, I think I don't so. Know. Yeah, I think The Rock is the last episode of the season. Um, Jimmy Fallon, I think, starting on... April fifteenth, I think, he's hosting. They're going live everywhere. Normally, SNL would be live in New York and then, like, aired later, in like California. Uh huh. But now they're going live on both coasts. So, for the last, sure yeah, for the last four episodes, including the rocks, return to SNL. Very, very cool. So now it's time for.
1: Ow. Hour mark
2: out moment of the week. That is right our mark out moment of the week. Uh, we'll switch off. I will start. I'm going to say 100% one of my mark out moment One of my mark-out moments of this week is 100% Southpaw Regional Wrestling. I thought that was fantastic, and I I said it earlier, I hope we see more of that. Um, I'm going to take it, and I think that my mark-out moment
1: of the week is the new Pop Vinyl Mick Foley uh, figure. I think it looks really awesome. I'm really curious as to who the other ones are. It seems like it may be AJ Styles, Goldberg, and Finn Balor. Yeah, it's, uh, not funny. The demon. It,
2: it's funny because Noelle Foley was the first person to release this information. They sent her two of them, I think, and, and then one of the prototypes. And uh, I guess she wasn't allowed to show the back of it because the back contains images of the other pop figures. None of these were announced prior to this. And... Uh, as she handed the pop to her father, you kind of get a glimpse of the the packaging. So you could assume that somebody bald could be Goldberg. You could assume somebody with the hair that it has is, is uh, Finn Balor. And then you could assume that someone with a vest is AJ Styles. So it's pretty cool. Still waiting for that Zack Ryder pop figure. I don't know what that um, is. Yeah, I agree. Especially because of how many times he's visited that place. Yeah, and like he collects them and he knows them. So yeah. I, I don't know if it's like WWE's call. I just, I don't know. I think it would be
1: more the the company.
2: I don't know. I just, I don't know. But uh, my other markout moment of the week, also something we spoke about from earlier, was coming from the Green Day concert. Getting to hear a SmackDown theme song live, in uh, their their song "Know Know Your Enemy," which was the SmackDown theme song from like 2010 to 2012, maybe. So I thought that was mm-hmm. really cool. But it's and I think it's like one of the more, like the one of the more uh, prominent SmackDown theme songs there were. Obviously, the the very first SmackDown theme song. I'm sure you could sing it, right? Uh. Wasn't just like uga chaga uga chaga, da-na-na-na. like it doesn't say Ooga Chaga I, I don't know what song that is. That song? Is. No, the the bow 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 I don't know. It was. The, I don't know that. The SmackDown theme song. <laughs> oh, I, I was thinking of Raw. What? Then what song was that?
1: The first original one where there's no lyrics, just the.
2: Bow, bow. I don't,
1: which, what are you looking for? The first Smackdown
2: theme song? Yeah, the, the first... Was it a
1: Beautiful People?
2: No, that was the second one, which was also a prominent Smackdown theme song. I'm talking about this one. So it's that, over and over again.
1: Uh, now I remember
2: it. Right, so, uh, yeah. So And then Beautiful People was another one. And then I think that's like... I honestly think those were like the the only two or the only three prominent SmackDown theme songs. So it was cool. Oh no, then they had "Rise Up" too by Drowning Pool. That was a good one. I yeah, but uh, to remember. Yeah, but speaking of that original SmackDown theme song, apparently there was rumors that they were going to be releasing. They they released that theme song finally on CD, but not really CD, an internet release. Yeah, on uh, WWE Uncaged, they were going to f- release Uncaged 2, and all signs of it was scraped from the internet. It's disappointing. They had like Boss Man's theme song on there, Papa Shango's. Um, the Papa. A few other ones I don't remember. Brian I used to Turner, love listening to Papa Shango's theme song. The Shango Tongo.
1: I used to love it. Shango. I used Tango. to be a member of their like WWE fan club or whatever. Where they sent cassette tapes. I was gonna say, so you have the cassette tape? Yeah, they have cassette tapes, and on the cassette tape I had, it was like Titanka, Papa Shango, Crush, um, I think Million Dollar Man, Money Incorporated, Natural Disasters,
2: and maybe like It's, it's technology though is so crazy. Like, now I was just able to go onto my computer and click one single thing. If, if I had, if it was a cassette tape, I would have to sit there and, like, fast forward to this certain spot on the tape. It's just, like, records. Like, how do people, it's crazy. Like, Jimmy Fallon tells a story about how his dad used to scratch out the curse words in, like, comedians' uh, records so Jimmy could listen to them. And it's like, mm. how do you know exactly at what point you have in the cylinder of the record to scratch out? Like, you'd have to sit there and actually look for where the needle picks up that exact word, which is just like, it's so crazy that, like, technology has come such a long way. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that, no. that, was our, that was our markout moment of the week and a tangent. Uh, that's our show this week, episode number 319. Want to thank Chris for coming on and joining us for the oh, uh, first hour of the show. Check him out, Chris Sweendog. Check me out, BTTG161. Dave at DaveTheRave underscore MO. Us collectively at Out. all on Twitter. Um, iTunes, Stitch Radio, Google Play, MarkingOut.com, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Buy us some merchandise from us. ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkinOut. Anything else we want to say? On a serious note, seriously,
1: seriously, it is St. Patrick's Day. Uh, it is St. Patrick's Day weekend. Please, 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 we say this so many times during holidays, do not drink and drive. Make sure you have a, a ride home, uh, walk home, catch a cab, have a designated driver, Do not get into your car. Even if you're buzzed, do not get into your car. Buzz driving is drunk driving. Uh, Please do not put yourself at risk and those around you for a stupid, stupid decision. Please, please, please be safe uh, this weekend. We wish you the Of luck at
2: your future endeavors. Have a wonderful day.